Hello, everybody. Welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast. This is episode, is it 43? It's 43. Who knows? Uh, we didn't record last month because basically we didn't have anything to play. So we've now got a, quite a large amount to talk about. I don't know if any of them are very good. Do you think there were any good games released recently? I don't know. You, you've got some, you've got some l- a list of stuff I don't even know. Half of these games, I don't know what you've been playing. You've been going into the basement trying to find this sort of stuff. Yeah, I bought a bunch of a bunch of crap. Some stuff was okay. A lot, you know, varied results. I'm sure we'll find out anyway. Yeah. So and thank you to the thank you to the dickheads listening as well. Uh, we appreciate you. Yes, and uh, for this one, we're gonna be recording this through OBS, which we weren't doing before, and we're gonna have trailers and videos for all of these games. So yeah. You're probably going to want to go to YouTube and subscribe there and watch there, you know, because, you know, there's an audio-only version, but you can also watch it on YouTube and, and get actual video this time. Yep, that sounds good to me. Yeah, so uh, I guess I guess we'll start with a non-VR game. I finally beat Tears of the Kingdom. I talked about it last time. I'm showing a video here where people are just building crazy contraptions. You know, in this game, one of the things they changed from Breath of the Wild is that you could build crazy, build, uh, crazy contraptions. Like this guy right here built this this mech. I never tried to build anything crazy like that. I just I built some very simple like flying machines and stuff. Some people have built also like this this flying machine here can like shoot lasers at enemies and all sorts of crazy. Shit. You see these little battery icons? Um, yeah. So. When you're earlier in the game, you only have like one or two of these. So any any machine that you build, it runs out of battery so fast that I, that I felt like it wasn't even worth bothering. To get a lot of batteries, you need to like play the game for a lot of hours and go into the depths. So underneath this main map here, there's this really dark the area called the depths. And it's as large as the entire regular overworld map. But the problem with it is it's extremely boring. Like pretty much everywhere you go, you just see the same thing everywhere and it's so dark that you can't even see where the fuck you're going. And then the other thing that's different about this from Breath of the Wild is in the sky, there are sky islands. And at first they seem really cool because you have to get launched up into the air to even get up there and float around in your paraglider. But then you pr- quickly realize all these islands are pretty much just copy-pasted. They're just all the same thing over and over again, pretty much. So I, I got I got pretty sick of this game. I was just happy it was over with <laughs> at, at like 100 hours, and I had to do so much grinding. Yeah. I did so oh, much God. grinding to get like strong armor because I heard that the final boss was like really hard to beat, but once I got to him, it was like the, one of the easiest boss battles I've ever had. Right, you probably it, already ground up quite high then. Yeah, and I think I was just kind of sick of video games at that point. <laughs> After that, I didn't play anything for weeks. So that's another reason I didn't have much like, much to talk about last month. I just was video gamed out from that, playing this, yeah. 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 So yeah. should I go into my first VR game or do you want to go? Yeah, just go because you've nah, got I'll loads. Just, I'll just go. All right. 
So my first video game I'm talking so Pixel Ripped, 1978. So the original 1989 and then 1995, I was a big fan of those. 1995 was probably the best one. Um, but so 1978 was coming out and I was really excited. So you're, you're an Atari game dev in this and you're sitting at your desk and you kind of, you work with these other people in this office and while you're playing the game, so you're going to play 2d, mostly like 2d platformers, like you're seeing right now on screen, if you're watching on YouTube and you're testing them for bugs and stuff. And then you, you can see right now, if you're looking on the video, there's some 3D FPS levels too. So it kind of switches back and forth between the side-scroller Atari game and then the, the 3D FPS. The, so the side-scroller stuff I thought was pretty good. I like platformers. And it was okay. But this, this 3D FPS stuff, I hated it. It was, it was so just basic and um, just not fun at all. I can't even really describe it like I don't know like enemies would keep respawning like you kill some enemies and then you just kind of I guess I guess that's kind of like how a, a lot of NES games would be where you you kill an enemy and then you you go a few pixels over and you go back and then the enemy respawns but that was happening in the 3d FPS world and so that I don't know there'd be places where you have to use a special ability you just got to to unlock a a path that was blocked and um all right what you just saw putting a mask on your face so when you're in the office i know i'm kind of all over the place with this <laughs> in the office you you're, you're you're playing the game but you keep getting interrupted so a guy will come up and go hey we're celebrating halloween put on the mask and if you if you don't put the mask on your face the dude will will like unplug your computer and then you have to start what you were doing all over again. A girl will come up and she's drinking a beer and she's like, Hey, join the party. And if you don't drink the beer, she hands you, she'll pull your plug. Then a guy will throw a football. And if you don't throw the football back at him, you know, he'll like throw a football at your computer and damage it or something. Then while that's happening, your phone keeps ringing. So you keep getting phone calls constantly. So I was just getting so annoyed that red phone that you're seeing right now. I yeah. kept, and a bunch of actually YouTubers, like VR YouTubers, were some of the phone calls. Like Nathy and Gamertag might have been one, and some others. There's a lot bunch that I didn't recognize. They keep calling, and you, you, I kept hearing a lot of the same phone calls over and over again. But I think they might have patched that to fix it. Right. But I got to a point in one of those 3D levels where I just didn't, I couldn't figure out what they wanted me to do to progress, and I just said, "All right, I." I don't even want to. Normally, I'm really persistent in games, and I, yeah. I, I'll, you know me, I'll, I'll keep going, banging my head against the wall. And I just, I have no desire to go back to this. And um, yeah, from what I saw of reviews, a lot of the reviews, you know, weren't weren't too great. So you played yeah. eighty nine and ninety five, or just eighty nine? I tried. The first one was the Game Boy one. I didn't try that much because I don't like the old... Those games were a bit too old for me. Mm -hmm. I did try, what was it, 1995? 95, was it? Yeah. Played most of that, I think. Um, and that was kind of like... I liked it, but... It just felt like the games, they were doing lots of little games that were obviously based on real-world games. 
they were kind of just like okay versions of the real world games. So you were just playing little bits of average kind of retro games, really, with this kind of 3D world and Vianus added into it. This one looks like it's just going. I feel like they're trying to do a bit too much, and they've not been able to pull it off. Like they've tried That's, to step yeah. it up with the whole 3D world and everything, and I think they've probably just not been able to get that balance right and get it so it's fun. That, that reminds me of what you said about Lawn in your last video. I think it was your last video where, yeah, they yeah. tried to do too much and it just, it makes the game worse. Yeah. It's just, it's just like developers need to understand obviously scope that they can achieve. And sometimes you get a bit too over the top with adding features and things and it ends up detracting from the overall game rather than adding to it. So I've not played it. Obviously I'm just basing it on what you've said, but that's what I, Felt like that's what was uh, was happening with this one. Yeah, they. I, I I don't know. I don't know how many more levels there are after where I got. I so there was this like Bentley Bear level, and Bentley Bear he's from Crystal Castles, and then there's a Fast Freddy level um, that's from Food Fight, I think. And I don't know how many more right. games. Like I, I don't know why. So in the game, you see real Atari games and Atari game artwork, but then the the games that you play are they like rename them to something different. I don't know um, if that Maybe was. Maybe they like couldn't a, get the rights to them. Yeah, but like they had all the visual rights, so like they had posters of the real arcade games on the walls and stuff. Right. So I, yeah. I, I'm not sure how that works. It was weird because if it's if they're owned by Atari, because this is an Atari like, official. Yeah. Yeah, Atari sponsored game. it. Yeah, you think that they would be able to get the real games in there and just have them like, I guess I don't know. It's weird because then you play, you're basically playing just real old games, retro games, and mixed in with this kind of VR stuff. Maybe they wanted to just make new games. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, so I, I w I've been a tester for Arvory. Arvory is the company that did this, and I tested uh, Yuki. Um, yeah. I didn't hear, like, I heard about testing for this game, like, almost right when release was about to happen. Whereas with Yuki, there was, it was months and months and months ahead, way before release, that I was testing. So maybe they just needed to do s some more testing of this game. I don't know, maybe it was a rush thing. Maybe they were rushed by yeah, Atari. Who I mean, knows? Yeah. it just seems like a lot more complex. So I think yeah. they probably needed to test this really early on to get the balance right. And if they've done it too late, and to make any changes, you'd have to change so much of the game at that point. So they probably couldn't really, even if you gave them the feedback, yeah. probably wouldn't be able to fix it without completely redoing a lot of the game. So, yeah. so I didn't, I didn't play that. I don't know how how many hours I I might have played. I don't know at least at least two hours, maybe more. Um, I don't know nothing else to say about it. So you want to go to your next one? Uh, yeah, so our first game on my list is Electronauts, which I've been messing around with. Because uh, I like co-op stuff, because me and Josh and you sometimes play co-op stuff. And I remembered that this is co-op, so you can do two-player co-op. Uh, so me and Josh gave it a go. Have you played Electronauts before? I bought it when it came out, played it a little bit once, and refunded it. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be your sort of thing. It's not really a game. It's kind of just 
you just you're making music, but you're not making music. You you get you get. I think it's like sixty songs, and they're all pre-made actual songs. But then you get the option. Well, you get the flexibility to remix them effectively. So it's like a jam session where you're changing the 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 drop when you you know we bring parts of the track in. You can change loops, and you can hit these orbs. And as the orbs get hit, they make different sounds. So you can really mix it up and change the song to something different to your own kind of version of it. Were you, um, you were you, loop. sorry, were you ever like into like DJ stuff when you were younger or anything like that? Uh, no, but I do like messing around with music because I, I don't know, there's something really creative about it. It just makes you feel like this has got a nice balance between it does enough to make everything sound good, but you still feel like you've got full control because it's not like quant. Is it quantization or something? I can't remember how to say it, but it's like keeping things on the on the beat. So as you as you hit the orbs, it'll make sure it's on the beat and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good, but it's um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things I don't think many not everyone's gonna like it. I and mean, obviously, you didn't like it. Yeah, the music's mostly like dance music or trance music, that sort of stuff. I don't like that kind of music either. I don't normally, but for some reason I just got into it. And me and Josh were playing it, and we were having a really good time, like just jamming out, really. It's better with... The problem I've got with it mainly is that you can do these loops, so you've got these orbs, and you can hit them in obviously different orders and create beats. But you can only loop one bar, so you can only create one bar which constantly repeats over and over. You can't like do a longer like two or three bars where you could have it pause and then come bring the beat back in and stuff. So it's a bit restrictive in that way. So when you've got two people, it helps because you can be making a beat just manually and then they can be making their own beat manually and you can kind of just play around with it with, with that. Definitely something that's fun to play and it's a bit of a time sink. It's got that one one more goal type of uh, thing. But Did you yeah. and Josh dance on each other or grind on each other while you played? <laughs> no, no. That's you're, half you're, the you're fun, isn't it? You're on like separate, uh, separate pair places. You're not next to each other. So oh, like, that's a, that's a you've shame. Got, you've got your own station and like, you've got your own loop station, and everything, and you can mess around separately. But you can kind of look over and see each other. Yeah, it's it's fun. If you, I mean, it's one of the things you're gonna have a look at and think, am I might, I might be interested in that, or you're just not gonna be interested in it. So. I would have been interested if I could get in there and watch you guys dance together. Well, maybe we'll just do VR chat. We can just get into VR chat and dance together if you want to do that. You know what I mean? Get some sort of anime chick and <laughs> go into a strip club. I'm sure there is some. And, you know, if that's your thing. I went to VR chat I once. And I, I was horrified yeah, by what I saw. But, yeah, I, I mean, I'll try it again. That was years ago. So. I've never tried it. Yeah. Never tried it. It was, yeah, I'm not it, was a <clears throat> it was a cesspool when I went. It was terrible. That's that's what I expected. Just people screaming at you and just not really having conversations. It's just a lot of kids. Yeah. Not really for me. Yeah, someone could be dressed up as a sexy woman and then it's, you know, a small child. It, it, that's just, I, I can't deal with that. Or a, or a guy. Or, yeah. or a guy, but yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, there's, some, there's something really weird about it. I think just the way... You can have literally children in there, and obviously there's no filter or anything. People can yeah. talk about whatever they want. 
say whatever they want and parents are okay for the kids to just go in there and listen to full-on adult conversations it's just kind of a bit weird to me yeah that whole vibe um not for me all right so you want to go to the next one yeah all right uh so i played t for god that's a new release i guess it came out did it come out in august or july i don't remember so this is a video Recent. yeah this is a video of me in my room um, this is on my channel, Mame Fan, on YouTube. So this is the last video I uploaded. So it's me in my in my room because this is a, a a room scale VR game. This came out like as a demo years ago, and I played it then. And it's finally had a 1.0 release. It's on Steam. I assume it's on Quest. Maybe it's on App Lab or something. And yep. so you can play with like you know an analog stick. Because, you know, some people aren't going to have enough space. So right. there, there are tons of options. I think, I think you could do teleport or you could do free locomotion. But I'm playing it in this video, you know, full room scale. So just you walk around. And this is called like a non-Euclidean space ga kind of game, which means it's like impossible geometry. It, it's so you could turn a corner and then on the other side is like, a room that wouldn't have possibly fit in real life, but that's how they're getting around the fact that you have a limited play space. Um, so yeah. that's the coolest thing about this is that it's like, you know, the game eye of the temple. That's another hundred percent room scale game that I would hundred percent recommend. That's yeah. the best hundred percent room scale game I ever played. Another one is unseen diplomacy that came out in 2016 that one's pretty basic. Um, this is, there's a lot more going on here in this game. But as you can see from the video, the graphics are very basic. So a lot of times I'm walking around and I can barely even tell what I'm looking at. Because like so many of the walls are just like the same very drab texture. It's like, for example, Compound. Is a very basic looking game, but to me the graphics are way better because Compound is w way more colorful and vibrant. But there are sections like you might be seeing in the video right now where you come outside, and like whenever I came outside, I was like, "Oh, thank God, something different." Um, I played for only an hour and a half, but I read some reviews on Steam where they were saying they played. It took them twelve hours to beat the game, so. I I don't know how much different it gets, but there are sections. You know, most of what I played, I'm walking through corridors walking around in my in my room and you have a gun on each hand and but you can swap them out but when you look at the guns there's like a whole wall of text and i was just like what is what does all this shit mean i guess it was trying to tell me the stats of all the guns and everything um and okay so you go through and you you have to get health there are little stations where it charges up your health and there's also stations where it charges up your your energy, which is what you use for your ammo. So you run out of ammo. I kept running out of ammo, but luckily once you're out of ammo, you can you can use your fists or you can pistol whip with a gun to kill the enemies. And there were scenes where my head, out of nowhere, turned into a sentry gun and I'm shooting at um, like flying enemies. So that happened occasionally. Then there are little puzzle sections like where you have to turn dials and move levers. You know the type of puzzle where you have to get 
these lines like lined up. Um, right. Like I don't know. If Re- yeah, Resident Evil had stuff like that, where right. you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you would call that, where it's yeah. like multiple amounts of liquid need to come like up to the same level. T- those type of things. Oh right. What is yeah, that so called? Like dist- I don't know what this name of it. It's like distributing. Yeah, e- equally, but you've got to figure out how to like transfer it over and get it so it's equal. I know, yeah. I know, kind of what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what else is there to say? I mean, there were some yeah rooms I walked in. It was like really, really huge scale. So you'd be like, "Whoa, that's really cool." But from what I played, I felt like those were kind of few and far between, and I was mostly just kind of walking through boring corridors. Maybe it gets way better. But for twenty dollars, I said even said during my video, I was like, for twenty dollars, I don't, I don't know about this game. But maybe I didn't give it enough of a chance. I don't know. Right, what am I doing here in the options? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'll tell you why I was in here because the the gun angle was bad for my index controller, right. so I was in here. I had to adjust the pitch to make right. it because I was having to bend my hand in an odd yeah. way to make it work well um i don't know you have any questions about it i did, I did try this a while ago on because it was it's been free for a while like as an early access thing on the quest so when i got my quest because obviously it's wireless i thought oh, i'll give this a try and even with not a, not a small room but not a massive room it was just kind of just walking around in like tight circles through these corridors and i just it just felt it just didn't feel particularly like fun to me like I like the Eye of the Temple because you feel like you're traveling over these large expanses, mm-hmm. but it's doing it in a way that obviously with the blo- you're standing on blocks and the blocks take you places, or you have to do the, like the walk backwards to do the roller thing. They, I found they they found a more interesting way you to use like a small space, but you feel like you're traveling over like a really long distance. Whereas this feels like I'm just walking around in circles in my room. Yep, and it's just changing the. There's not. There's only so, like if you were in a big area. There's no way they can do big areas where you're walking because how can they hide the, the trick of, you know, you're basically just walking around in circles, and that's why they've got these corridors that kind of just twist and you never go down a straight corridor really because they have to keep turning you just to hide the fact that it's all yeah. getting drawn out and yeah, it's. I like the idea of it, but. I just don't know how they could ever pull something like this off in a way that's going to be interesting other than like what I of the temple did with like conveyor belts and blocks and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. When I was playing this, I did say an eye of the temple. Yeah. They had those cylinders that you walk on and that's, that's how they fixed that. Just like you said, that problem. Cause you're walking backwards in real life, but yeah. you're actually going forwards in the game. So exactly. it's a really clever way of doing it. But even that I found that it does obviously get repetitive after a while because you are just, there's only so many tricks they can use, so you're basically just doing the same tricks over and over. Yeah. But it, it's it's way more interesting than this for me personally than just this constantly walking in tight circles in these drab corridors that are uninteresting. Yeah, it's lots of browns and greys. But like you're the only th- how can they how can they even switch it up even anyway? I mean, all they're gonna do is just change the color of the, the corridors. I yeah, mean, you, yeah, you get a blue corridor or a, or a yeah, green corridor. It's the corridor. It's the corridors that that do the thing where you, as you go around in a circle, the corridor kind of keeps interlinking, so it feels like you're constantly walking. 
it's changing obviously the scenery as you walk around but I say it's just I'd I'd rather than play and and, I'm, and it's got smooth locomotion but it's not the whole gimmick of this to me is is the whole uh non-accordian space type thing yeah I would never want to play this with smooth locomotion. There'd be no point. Yeah. Why wouldn't I just play Doom I mean. or something? Yeah, there's so many better games to play yeah. with a smooth locomotion. But yeah, I mean, some people rave about it and think it's really good. I yeah, just think it, it has yeah, it has like ninety something percent on Steam and people are usually really positive about it and I feel like I feel like they're just being nice because the developer's trying doing something new and, and you know, yeah. kinda of, kind of innovative. Not that it's it's really not that new, but that's exactly what it is. I think it's just down to the idea of it more than the execution. It's it's this thing where it's using the world's you know the 3D space in real life, so that you can physically walk around. But yeah, yeah it's like, not particularly that compelling. If I were to leave a Steam review, I would say not recommended because of the price of twenty dollars. But I don't want to leave a negative review because I feel I feel like guilty about it. Even though I I paid for this, I bought it. That's why if you probably only have positive reviews because people don't, yeah. don't want to leave bad reviews on this game. Yeah, and it's they because like they, it's just, they're doing something different. I don't want to be shitty toward it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a weird situation. Yeah. Because I definitely do want more games like this. But how, I mean, room how scale at least. Anyone, yeah. How could anyone make a game in room scale that's going to do something interesting? That's I don't really know... Well, How they would do something it. more like Eye of the Temple, where they can figure out a way to not make me just turn around in circles constantly. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like that even that has its limitations. Like, yeah. there's only so many times you can replay the same trick before you realize, okay, well, I'm just doing the same thing over and over. Um, well, that's one of the puzzles you're talking about. Is it? I don't even know what this is. This I still don't know. <laughs> I, I was like. I didn't. I was trying to figure out what do they want me to do here. I still don't. I have no clue. There were a bunch of times, yeah, where I was like, "All right, I got to a dead end," and I was like, "Okay, I guess I turn around and and then I saw a door that maybe I didn't see before." And the way you know to go through a door is it's flashing. There's little lights. Um, yeah, I put that thing on there thinking I need to blow it up. So here I am, and I'm like, "No, I don't think that did anything." I don't know. Maybe uh, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, so I mean, I think yeah. over. Sorry. Overall, I think I think that the games feels like something that's made by a really good programmer, mm-hmm. but not by a game designer or an art designer. Like the art's obviously not very good. Oh, and the, you can you can get upgrades. I forgot if you saw me looking at my wrists. There are like different upgrades you can find and stuff. Right for your weapons, do you mean? Yeah, a guy watched my video and left a comment saying you you didn't even like figure out half of the game's mechanics and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, all right. He, he apparently you've played got to be it a lot hmm? You've got to be interested in the game enough to want to figure yeah. out the, the mechanics, though. Did you see me just now looking at that gun, and did you see all that text? Yeah, there's, there's like a wall of stats <laughs> and stuff on each gun. Yeah, I didn't know what I was looking at. And, oh, and the game does constantly put these... I'm sure you can turn it off, but it, by default, it constantly kept putting these saying like go get more energy go get more energy you know like constantly putting text in my face which was really annoying right i don't know yeah um, so i guess that's it you want to talk about battle talent 
Uh, yeah. All right. Look at my battle talent. Okay, so battle talent is basically a dungeon crawler type roguelite. Um, it's, it's basic. It's like a physics-based melee combat game. So it's more obviously similar to something like Blade and Sorcery. But I enjoyed this a lot more than Blade and Sorcery because it's an actual game for start. So it's got. It's, I'm not a big fan of roguelites. I don't know if you would like them or not, but compound, compound, compound. Yeah, yeah. Generally, the big thing I don't like is because you 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 you're doing like a run and you have to see if, how far you can get before you can die, and then you have to restart the entire thing again. And you might have like, upgrades and stuff that you carry with you to try and make you more strong. Whereas this has actually got actual chapters and levels, so you've got like a grid system, and then you can select uh, which level you want to do. And then after you've done enough levels for, for a, a, like a, a boss character, you then get to move on to a new chapter, and each chapter introduces new enemies, new weapons, new uh, new skills, magic. Uh, you can also you get you get points like as you go through each level, and then you can distribute those points to different things. Like you can increase your health and your weapons and your mana, and uh, you can unlock new weapons through that. So there's a there's a lot, a lot to it, and it's like you're not just it's not like a sandboxing where you just here's everything, just do what you want. It's actually, you know, it starts off with basic weapons, and as you go on, it keeps introducing new stuff, which is what I like about it. It's really, it's got that thing where you just keep getting something new, a new new enemy or a new weapon, or and some of the weapons are really cool as well. Like there's one which has got like this blade, like a Wolverine type hand blade. It's also got a gun built into it, so you can kind of stab an enemy and then shoot the enemy while you've got them stabbed and stuff. Um, and then it'll do things like it's got parkour in it where you can jump and run, wall run and stuff. It introduces that later on, so then some of the levels where you have to literally kind of navigate your way through these mazes, these kind of procedural dungeons, and there's sections where you need to like rope swing and, and wall run across chasms and stuff. So it's it's... It's really, it's the best. It's, it's it's the best game in terms of having an actual game and a and progression and an ending and everything compared to something like Blade and Sorcery. It's not perfect. I mean, it's still obviously clunkiness, which you always end up getting with these type of games. Like some of the enemies look a bit. When you hit an enemy, sometimes they don't react the way you want to and stuff like that. And I definitely think there's room for improvement. But if you're looking for this type of game and you like Blade and Sorcery, then I definitely think you should try this game because it's uh, it's it's pretty good. I, I think it's actually decent. You did a video where you compared this and Grimlord and Blade and Sorcery and Hellsplit Arena and Undead Citadel. And Undead Citadel. So was this one your favorite? This is my favorite overall, yeah, because okay. it just it, I, I just had the most fun with it. It's, it's a bit slow to start because, it's it, like I say, it does... It slowly introduces you to the game, and like, you start off just as you with a sword. But then, like I say, it, it gives you more powers and abilities and weapons as you progress. So I would stick with it a little bit. I wouldn't just play like the first few levels and think, "Well, that's not very good," because it does get better as you play it. Uh, and it's got that roguelike thing where, you, as you go through a level, you can get like power ups. So you can pick up a, you get like a choice of three things, and one might give you a bit extra health or more damage to your attacks or more magic and stuff so it's got 
that roguelike element to it. And some some levels are like you're in an arena, you've got to fight off waves of enemies. Sometimes you're going through a procedural dungeon where you've got to go, you know, fight enemies through the dungeons and like rooms that you've got to clear out and stuff. So it's got that variety. And then they've got boss fights as well, which you can take on and which can be quite difficult. When you so, go, yeah. When you go straight to one of the like, you know, levels, the like say the highest level you've gotten to, do you maintain everything that you've acquired up until that point? Yeah, you keep you keep your progression. Mm -hmm. So you okay. always have all your like health and stuff that you've added to yourself okay. and weapons that you've unlocked. You keep all that stuff. It adds it to all to your inventory. The the the, the weapons that you unlock are only really used in there's like a sandbox thing you can do. So like as you progress, you have like a chart, like a map and you can you, you, there's not like a straight path. You can sometimes go straight to the boss fight, but then there's like branching paths, which might unlock different weapons that you can do or different abilities. So there's there's a reason to kind of you can just straight line it to the each chapter, or you can do extra stuff as well. Um, and each level might give you a specific weapon as well. It's not like you can just pick whatever weapon you want. Sometimes they'll be they'll give you like a new weapon, like a spear, or they'll give you a crossbow or a bow and arrow and stuff. And then you have to use that weapon. Then, if you kill enemies and they drop a weapon, you can use their we weapons during the level as well. So, yeah, I just think overall it's it's a very well done game, and they keep getting every month. He adds more updates as well, so it keeps getting improved over time. So, I think if if you want a blade and sorcery type game with an actual progression and an actual campaign to play through, then this is definitely the best one that's out there, in my opinion. So, you think Mr. VR Voice just didn't play enough of it? Oh yeah, I don't really know because he made a he one of the another YouTuber made a really bad video just like shitting all over the game. But he was all the footage he captured was right at the start of the game, like basically in the tutorial. Mm -hmm. and the enemies are can be a bit dumb sometimes at times where they don't really react, but it doesn't take long before the difficulty ramps up and you've got you know quite a lot of enemies. There's loads of variety of enemies. Some of them literally kind of like there's like float towards you and then they can do like swinging attacks and stuff so yeah there's it's i don't agree with his personal opinion on the game um but yeah he was quite harsh on it okay should i go to the next one yep all right so i uh dark souls remastered was on sale so i was like all right let me try it because it had you know there's a luke ross vr mod for it and i heard it was pretty good because this is a game that isn't very taxing on your system so you know luke ross mods tend to they tend to not look very good if a game like especially like a game like cyberpunk if it's pretty taxing on your system because the frame rate is pretty low because it's alternate eye rendering you need to get like i don't know what is it like 180 frames per second to be able to get 90 with alternate eye, alternate eye rendering is that correct you're oh. supposed to be able to. You're supposed to kind of double up, aren't you? But I think he's added something now, which is like, uh, you know, like ASW type thing, where it's it's kind of sync. It's it's manufacturing frames as well, which some people say is really good. But every one type of system I've tried of that, you can still see that it's doing that. Okay. So I well, don't know. Of all the Luke Ross mods, Luke Ross mods I've tried, this one looked the best. I didn't. It didn't. I didn't notice any weird reprojection issues with this one. Probably it's the easiest game for my PC to render in VR. So, it I mean, it, it looked good. I played it in third person. My only issue is I've never liked these types of games. So I've tried Dark Souls before on PC. 
the original, or maybe it was called like prepare to die edition or something. I didn't get it. Uh, I played it once and didn't play it again. Then I, I got um, Bloodborne for PS4. Again, I didn't get it and I didn't play it again. Well, that, that one though had really, really long loading times. Like you would die and then you'd have to wait multiple minutes for the game to load the next scene and I just didn't have patience. So this monster you see him fighting, I beat this monster and then I went further. And like, I just feel like this game's really confusing as far as like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, where, where does the game want me to go? Um, even just using the inventory, it took, I had to look up how to even use the inventory, like how to equip my sword and shield. It was like, it wasn't intuitive at all. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with these games. Maybe someone who's all into Dark Souls would, would be laughing at me right now, but uh, I just don't get it. Did you ever try Dark Souls game or anything like that? I did try this with the mod, uh, but it's just too old for me. It didn't I didn't think it looked that great. Oh, it was about the graphics? The, oh. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit of a graphics whore. Yeah. But the thing, the thing is with these games as well is like, I think they improved them over time, like maybe with the, because this is the, obviously one of the very first ones they did. Um, I think they did Demon Souls before this and then this yeah. one. And it doesn't sound like they maybe updated some of the controls and everything, made it a bit more... Maybe it's one of those games. I know some people love that sort of stuff, you know, where they've got to figure everything out for themselves. And mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm never been a big fan of that. And these games are obviously very difficult and punishing. So, you know, if if you die, I'll I'll talk about a VR game which is similar to this actually. But uh, if you die, the checkpoints are really long, and you've got to go through lots of enemies just to get back to where you were and stuff like that. So it's one of them things that I've never tried it. In theory, I don't think I'd like it, but I don't know. I've never, never had the, I've never had the urge to try it personally. I was wondering, like, so I love Valheim, and Valheim is hard as hell and confusing. But why do I? Why did I stick with Valheim? But then this, I'm just like, nah, I can't. I, I'm not sure what the difference is. I don't know. Maybe Valheim, but don't forget Valheim's a proper VR thing as well. So you've got, like, this is obviously just third person. This I, is just playing. You probably can play this in first person. But yeah, Valheim. Yeah, oh yeah, you have motion controls. motion controls. Yeah, with motion controls. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, and to me, that make that makes a game more compelling straight away because you've got that control. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Valheim is just something that you and Josh really got into. Yeah, I I liked it because of the exploration side of it. Um, but yeah, after a while, it got on my nerves. But you guys just really got into it. I got to a point yeah. in this game where I got to these ghost women or something and they were just killing me instantly and I was trying to run past them all and I was like, oh shit, I made it past them and I got into some castle and then out of nowhere, I just got completely surrounded by these ghosts. These ghosts, they have like, I don't know, dagger hands or something and they, they just all decimated yeah. me. So I had to go on the internet to look up, what the hell am I supposed to do there? And people were saying, oh, you're not even supposed to be in that part of the game yet. Like that's like later, that's much later game stuff. I'm like, well, how the hell am I supposed to know? How was, how, why was I even able to get there? I, I didn't see where I was supposed to go. Yeah. I don't know. There must have been some other yeah, path I, I was supposed to take. Yeah, I've never played these games, so I can't comment, but I think they are kind of a bit obtuse sometimes with where you need to go and what you need to do and stuff, and you've got to figure things out for yourself. 
but some, like I say, some people really like that aspect of them, like where they're not holding your hand. It's more. You, you, cause I've heard a lot of people say, you know, like, oh, I can't do this boss, and then people say, oh, well, you just need to grind other get, areas get of the game you know, to improve your. Yeah, you need to you need to buff yourself up and get because mm -hmm. it's obviously got like you can upgrade and get more powerful. Um, I think some people just like that grinding, just to grind up the character enough to get past the sections they get stuck on. Mm -hmm. I hate grinder games, so I'm not gonna play it. Yeah, so I guess that's all I have to say about Dark Souls. Are you ready for Grimlord? Yeah, we may as well talk about that because that's this is the game that's basically everyone is saying is Dark Souls in VR. Obviously, I've never played Dark Souls, so I can't 100% say, but it feels like what I would expect a Dark Souls game to be like in VR. Obviously, it's got that dark look to it, with the medieval sort of style. Yeah, this is another one which is kind of like a physics-based one. It's not quite full physics compared to something like Blade and Sorcery. Um, I do like the balance of the combat of this, actually, because the combat's quite slow compared to some other games. And it's it's kind of made the enemies really tanky, so you can't just walk up to them and waggle and just absolutely destroy them. You, the whole system is where you you need to like kind of parry and block their attacks. So you, make a swing you can definitely tell where the swing's going to go you can block the attack and then obviously get a hit in and you've got to kind of figure out ways to take each enemy out some enemies got more more armor so you want to try to kind of sweep them on the legs or you can do like a little dodge dodge move where you kind of dash to one side so you can kind of dodge an attack and then hit them in the back where the weak spots are so i do like the balance of the combat on this i think it's been it's a it's a game where it's not as frantic as some of the others. You've got to be more methodical. You've got to be think about more about your placement. Like sometimes if you get a few enemies around you, you're better off kind of backing off, letting them funnel into like a choke point or something. But there's definitely more strategy to it to a lot of the other games. But it is definitely quite unforgiving. It's like Dark Souls where you've got these checkpoints. So you'll go into a level. In fact, I went to a level and you've got like a checkpoint at the beginning of the level. I haven't found another checkpoint in the level yet, and I've got quite far. So then you go, you know, you, you keep getting a bit further each time, and you can you can unlock shortcuts where you can find a door, and then you can open that door, and the next time you load into the level, that door is now open, so you can cut out sort the parts of the the level, so you can get to where you were quicker. It's still really brutal. Like, got to a section where you, I mean, you're in this like cat, you're trying to get through this castle, and then got all the way through this castle got to this other side of the castle in this big courtyard area then all of a sudden there must have been like 10 enemies plus this guy who was like summoning other enemies in there and i was running around like an idiot trying to like kill some of them and i died then it restarted me right back to the beginning of the level so then i had to come all the way back through and i was like okay i need to take a break from this because it's definitely um quite a brutal game that you you, you might like it i know because you are quite a persistent gamer so you it depends on if you like this sort of game, but yeah, I think you should try it and see what you think. The only reason I haven't... Sorry. Um, you can go ahead. Oh, you go. Oh, the only reason I haven't tried it is because I tried the demo during a Steam Next Fest, and the demo sucked, but it does look way better now than the yeah, demo. Yeah, people have said in the reviews that the demo was bad, but the, the main game's good. I will say that it's still... Uh, I don't expect like a polished game. 
it's in early access, I think, so it's not uh, like a full release, and it's definitely got some jank and some issues. It needs a bit more polishing up, but the overall concept and the game structure, I think, is pretty good. And a lot of people, I mean, it's got, I think it's got like very positive reviews on Steam. People are really enjoying this game. But again, if you're not into like the Dark Souls kind of really hard gameplay, then I think you're probably not going to enjoy it as much. Like I'm, I'm still interested in playing the game because I think that the overall gameplay loop is good. But I do wish, for me, for me personally, I do wish there were more checkpoints so that if I died, I won't have to go right from the beginning again. That's my main complaint with it, really. If if they could just have the option to have more checkpoints for people, but I've, I've seen people in the discussions in Steam like say about more checkpoints, and you you get your usual people who are like. You know, that's the whole point. You, you know, it's supposed to be hard. It's a Dark Souls game. You need to get better and stuff like that. So, some people don't. People who are into these games don't like it. If someone wants it to be easier, it's like to them that's part of the game. Uh, it's like Dark Souls. That whole debate about whether they should have like an easier mode, like a difficulty slider, because mm-hmm. there's no difficulty on Dark Souls. It's like that is what you get. Um, the thing for me is like. If it's an option, then why should it matter? If you can, if you can play the game as you want it to with the original way, but there's an option for other people to make it easier, then I don't see why that matters. But some people really seem to be against that even being a thing. So, You're, the summer over there in the UK has been really hot, right? So, do you have a hard time playing a game where you have to swing a sword all over the place? I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, it's been this. this we had like one month when it was really hot. We had a month when it was pretty shit with lots of rain. And it's been hot these last few days. But overall, if it's really hot, yeah, I don't want to be swinging around. Because, yeah, sweating. most people over there don't have any AC, right? No, because we, mm. we, we get like two... We don't, we don't get enough weather. Maybe a couple of months a year I would even need it. So what's the point in spending yeah. all that money on something for two months out of 12 months of a year? So Yeah. Um, or anything you else check this out? Yeah, I'll, yeah, definitely because I can play it for free through your account. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I've got it. So if you want to check it, yeah, uh, I would definitely I'd give that and Battle Talent a go as well, um, just to see what you think. Cause they are complete opposites in a way because Battle Talent's a lot faster. Uh, you've you know you it's giving you more freedom to move around more, and the enemies are a lot quicker. But the enemies die faster, whereas this is more slower. Kind of the enemies are going to take more kill, mm-hmm. but you can find strategies as well. Like the ways that you kill them, there are ways that if you stab one in the, them in the head, it'll go to the floor, and then you can kind of like just keep hitting them before they get back up to kill them, or like I say, sweep them and on from the legs. Or yeah, there's there's definitely more to it than just walk up and kind of just hit them until they die. You've got to think a bit more about each enemy and how you're going to tackle them, which I do like. Okay. All right, so I'll go to Monster Hunter. This is another another flat to VR mod. This is Prey Dogs mod. So the RE framework mod, you know, supports Resident Evil Two remake, Three remake, Seven and Eight, and Monster Hunter Rise and Devil May Cry and Street Fighter Six. So Monster Hunter Rise was on sale. So I was like, all right, I want to try out that mod. This this video is just somebody playing. 2d i yeah. couldn't find a good video of somebody playing vr 
But this is how same it, thing. It's the yeah. same thing because yeah, I played third person, and you start out in a town and you run around and you talk to people. At first, like in the cutscenes and the, the title screen area, I was like, "Wow, this looks really good." But then once the actual game started, I was like, "Oh, now it looks shitty. What happened?" So I went into the settings and I had to. There was a setting like the quality setting. I had to increase that, and then it looked good again. But then I noticed, oh, now the performance isn't as good. So I I, I could definitely notice plenty of reprojection but i don't know i wasn't i didn't mess with other settings much so maybe there was something else i could have fixed but you go around fighting monsters you start out fighting these little monsters like that look like dinosaurs or lizards or something and then as you progress you, you go into different missions but i was finding that these levels just look like the same level over and over again but maybe the more you play maybe the levels change more but it was like looked very samey, um, and these little these little monsters are easy. And you have this dog that, that you can ride on, which is like okay, he just got on this dog, and you can get around the world pretty fast with the dog and and jump. And you have there's no fall damage when you're on the. I don't know if there's fall damage when you're not on the dog, but you can just jump from any high distance. Which I always like stuff like that in VR, like jumping from a high distance and falling. That's one of my favorite things to do in VR. And I got to some pretty big monster, and it was like a tank. I, I, I hit it so many times, and I could not get it to die. But I, I'm sure I don't know. I think there's a, there's a lot of mechanics and a lot of stuff going on in this game that I don't understand. Maybe other people do. This is also It's a very Japanese game, so it's not really my yeah, is, style. What are you going to say? This is kind of a... Uh... I think I feel like this game's made for co-op more than anything. I think. Yeah, probably think needed other like, people helping me. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think it's like a very grindy kind of uh, stats-driven thing. Like I've seen people with hundreds of hours in this game where they're just constantly playing, grading and stuff. And uh, yeah, I've heard people really like this game. Um, so I don't know, but it's I don't know. It's just it just seems very repetitive from me. Like everything I'm seeing is just. It just seems like the whole game is you just going through, just killing, and button button mashing. Enemies. Yeah, yeah. I've never been a big fan of this type of button mashy type game because they they always end up getting repetitive eventually. I mean, I feel the same about Devil May Cry and Bayonetta, those type of games. That I feel like, I don't yeah. Know, but boom, I get. I guess when people get high level, they're not just button mashing. But when I play, it's just button mashing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can learn combos and stuff like that. And some people get really good at them, but I don't know. Like, I played Devil May Cry 5 with the Grey Dog mod, and I didn't finish it because I got to a certain point, and the game was just so repetitive. Yeah. I just got bored with it, so I just turned it off. But I think these games have got to have, like, story, and they've got to have really nice graphics for me to want to pull me through. If it's just grinding, doing the same thing over and over, I'm definitely not going to keep sticking at it, sticking to it. Yeah. A person of myself. Yeah, that was pretty much a one and done. I just wanted to try it out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was on sale for. It might have been twenty bucks. Twenty bucks just to play it once. Whatever. Did you refund it? No, I I didn't even refund it. Oh. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, I, oh, I know why. Because I bought it and then it took me weeks to play it, or maybe longer than that. That's oh. Why I, that's why I didn't try. You, you, I can over you two hours. I do that a lot. I buy a game and then I wait a little while and then it's too late. Yeah, I try and get into habit. If I buy something, I just download it immediately mm -hmm. and then I'll try it 
within a few days. Because otherwise, I've done that before where I've done that and played a game and I've realized it's not very good and I can't refund it. So. Yeah. Oh, there was one thing that was weird that I've never seen in another VR mod. Like, So this looked good for the most part, but then sometimes... So I would see a monster ahead of me. Like, the monster would be in a different location um, in my left eye and a, a completely different location on the screen in my right eye and, like, doing a completely different, completely different pose. Like, huh. have yeah. you ever seen anything? Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. No. So, so looking at that monster is really hard to do. Like, yeah, you can see these monsters here fighting each other. So a lot of times that monster who is like more round, I don't know what you would call that thing. A lot of times those monsters, like in my left eye, he would be off to the left of the screen, maybe smelling his ass. And on my right <laughs> eye, he's to the right side of the screen eating, eating some fruit. You know, I, I can't even imagine what would make the game behave that way or the mod can't, I don't know. Prey Dog could tell you, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I've never heard anything like that because normally you get stuff off, but it's the same in both eyes. But if it's completely different, like pose and stuff, it's yeah. uh, bizarre. Are you ready for all in one sports? I'll let VR? you do another one because I'm just looking at the list. Like you've got oh, so many. Oh, because there's so many. We're going to oh. get to a point where it's just going to be you. So okay. I'll let you do the next one. Maybe. All right, so I played uh, Seven Days to Die, if I can get it to... There it is. Seven Days to Die, the VR mod. So this is a VR mod that came out pretty recently. It has full motion control support. You played it with Josh, and I also played it with Josh. I think you yeah, didn't, didn't like it. it, and then it got updated, oh. and then Josh and I played it. And when I got in it, I was... He said that you said it was like it was shit. You thought it was shit or something, or maybe you thought it didn't look good enough. I got it and I was like, oh, look, I think this looks pretty good. I thought it looked pretty bad. Yeah. And yeah, we. Yeah, we. I wonder if I was seeing the same thing as you. Um, I don't know. The open world and everything just looked pretty basic, like a an old PS2 game, PS3 game maybe. But, uh, yeah. The, the, yeah, the zombies and stuff looked okay. It was just mainly the like the outside mm -hmm. open world that looked a bit... I think sometimes, right. I, I think actually PS3 level graphics, I'm actually happy to see in VR sometimes. <laughs> to be, to be, to PS, I shouldn't say PS3 because PS3 had some great looking games. But uh -huh. yeah, I mean, it's difficult because PS2, obviously, games look really bad. And they're yeah. not PS2 level. But, oh, yeah, and PS2 yeah. is in HD. That's all standard def. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, whatever. It, it just looked. It just didn't. I'm I'm playing Fallout 4 at the moment uh, in VR, and it looks good, but it's not like I don't know for some reason. I think it's just open worlds because you've got so much area, you can never get them running in VR. And like with a, like a modern day open world game, I just don't know how you could get it to perform because obviously there's so much going on, but. Yeah, I mean, it looks, it looks even without just considering the looks of this game, though, um, the overall loop of the gameplay is just not for me. Just like the constant... The whole concept of the game is that you're basically crafting and grinding to try and make a base or something, secure a base, and mm -hmm. then every seven days, a horde of zombies try to attack you. So the game is basically built around crafting, grinding, and base building, uh, 
and you just keep repeating the loop and every time the loop happens uh, the horde gets stronger so you have to keep like fortifying your base and stuff did you actually get to that point or did you oh just... no no i don't know we might have played for two hours it was mostly right. josh having to explain to me how the game works because it seemed pretty complicated <laughs> oh yeah it is yeah and um yeah i, I, I I think I had performance issues. I did have reprojection issues. Did someone left a comment somewhere saying maybe it was on one of your videos that the performance is better now, or maybe there are some settings you have to change to make it better? Josh said it was better actually because when I tried it, the performance was terrible. Like yeah. I actually start to get motion. The one that he said was better was the one I tried that I say was not good. The performance was not. Well, good I was, I was getting like, me. I don't know, forty, forty-five frames per second, sometimes below. Mm -hmm. uh, and after 30 minutes I was starting to feel actual motion sickness because uh, obviously I was at a really bad frame rate yeah. I was feeling and, something I don't normally ever feel anything but I, I wasn't sure if it was because I was hungry I remember I was like oh shit I haven't eaten I'm way past needing to eat because we had been playing for yeah. games for a while or it could have been the reprojection I, I don't know been both sometimes like when you when you're hungry and you're on an empty stomach it makes the motion sickness feel worse like mm. i get more motion sick when i'm on an empty stomach than okay. if i've eaten so it, it could have been that yeah could yeah. have had your first experience of uh, a little <laughs> bit of motion sickness yeah yeah so i don't think i want to play it again and i was telling <laughs> him i was telling him like kind of like why would i want to play this when there's, I've played games like Valheim. He was like, yeah, Valheim's so much better than this. I don't know. Some people really like this game. I think it's the loop that they like, you know, with the... Some people really like these kind of grindy games, and I just hate them. Just... They, 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 well, that's the whole point. You're just doing the same thing over and over. That's what grind is, so... Nah, I just... You get enough of that in real life, so why would I want to do that in video games? I also might be sick of zombies and apocalypses and shit. I'm kind of sick of that. Yeah. There's a lot of that type of game. Yeah. All right. You ready for Crisis? We're doing all in one sports. Oh, all in one. You're right. All right. We'll do. We'll do that. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. this is a game that I roped you into playing as well. Yeah. Because um, me and Josh was playing. Well, we, we like to play walkabout mini golf a lot, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, I, we. That game is really good. Like Walkman Mini Golf, we've talked about loads of times, but it is just golf. And we were saying how, why is there not a game that has, you know, like a Wii Sports game that's got a load of different sports? But then Josh did a bit of research and he found this game and it came up on sale. So we were like, okay, let's just give it a go. And it's actually pretty good. It's actually a lot better than we expected. It's, um, it's got 13 different games. Got basketball, bowling, baseball, uh, darts, badminton, tennis, table tennis, box. Did I say boxing? Uh, boxing, bowling, volleyball, is golf. Uh, I think that's most of them. Yeah. So there's there's a really good variety. Oh, you got pool as well. There's a really good variety in the games, and all the games. Are good. I won't say they're like the the best in the class. I'm sure there's a not an equivalent game. I don't think pool is any good. I thought the pool was okay. Mm. I'm mean, sure there's. I'm sure there's a game. I'm sure you can buy like a bowling VR game that's better than the bowling game, or pool VR game that's better than the pool game. 
That is just all it is. It's just pool. It's just get. It's, you know, it's just table tennis. Whereas this is doing thirteen different games, and you can obviously switch and play between them and play against each other two player. I don't think I'd recommend playing this on your own because I've heard that the AI like really hard to play against or easy in some games, depending on which ones. Um. Yeah, I think I think it's good enough. Each one's good enough to be fun. If you're playing against someone, it just makes it fun anyway because you're playing against someone. But uh, what did you think to it? I just noticed in this video they're showing boxing, and it would look like Beat Saber. So what if you're playing single player? You sometimes get different games. I don't know. I think maybe that might, because this is an old trailer. And uh, maybe they changed it. Yeah, I think they've changed it because the boxing is actually literally boxing was hilarious. It was the funnest one. Yeah. Uh, to play because. You just you actually obviously obviously a, a pot, uh, in a ring like you can use your stick to move around and stuff, and then you can do like a power up punch and things. But we were just it's just so funny because you just you just see your little floating arms just like bashing each other, and then you you get knocked to the floor, and then the other person's trying to get up, and uh, Justin walked up and started doing like the helicopter or the windmill <laughs> on me, and I was like, oh, look. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Yeah, it was funny, and it was just it, yeah, it was funny. And Josh is really good at it, so he was just um, annihilating us. Cause yeah, he, Josh you know, is taller than us, so he has longer reach. And, uh, yeah, and, I couldn't even get hit him with yeah. Josh, but with uh, me and me and Justin had a closer, closer match. Yeah, but yeah, I mean all of them are good. Like basketball, you kind of just you're not obviously in a court playing a game of basketball. You're you're just throwing the basketballs into the hoop. So you're just trying to get as many hoops, as many baskets as you can before the timer runs out. And it keeps moving you to different positions in the court. So you, you sometimes you're doing like a long shot, sometimes you're closer up. Then obviously, um, like tennis and stuff, something I don't know you didn't like, but I thought it was probably the best solution. Oh, I, like, I liked tennis. Oh, but you're talking about, oh, sorry. You were talking about the movement. Yeah, I was going to talk about the movement because it, it's not got like free movement where you can move and try and get the ball, which I personally think would be a complete disaster because I feel like I would fall over at some point. But yeah, it, it automatically it kind of when you once the once the other players hit the ball, the game kind of automatically knows where it's going to land, so it moves you to that place. And then you think you think, you think you'd back. fall over if you used the left stick? Is that what you're saying? I think I fall over if I'm trying to use a left stick. And trying to reach out and and hit balls and and stuff, I think really? it would just get really disorienting. Yeah, I, I mean, hmm. I could. I'd, if there was an option, I'd try it. But I think this is the best solution where you don't have to move in your play space. You can just stay where you are. You're not going to hit anything, obviously, unless you've got stuff in your way anyway. And then you, just, you know, the ball just comes at you. You have to backhand it or forehand it, and it works surprisingly well. I feel it, like the fun. forced movement would cause more motion sickness for people than them like say pressing left on the left stick and then their brain knows, all right, now I know I'm going to see the image move to the left. You know? Yeah. I'd be curious to try if they did have that option, but I don't think they're going to do that. Um, I think the game's pretty much finished now. Oh yeah, yeah and, I, and I, I now they have that sports all in one. Yeah, game. they're working on a like a summer sports. Summer, game, yeah. Is, That's what I mean. It's terrible. This one looks. This one's pretty decent. It's not bad. It's fifteen pounds, I think. And if you've got friends to play with, then I definitely would buy it. Um, it's only two players, so you can't play obviously with more than two. But what we did was we went into Discord um, voice chat, and then one of us shared the screen. 
then the other one could watch the others play and then whoever won the game stayed on and the other person went in and took the loser's place, basically. It worked out pretty well because then you get a break between. Because obviously it is quite physical. You're, you're having to physically swing or box or you know, do uh, um, like the basketball or the bowling or what have you. So, yeah, I, I, thought it's, I think it's good. I think it's worth the money uh, as long as you've got other people that you can play with, not just against the AI. Could you play against random people on the internet? You can, but I don't know how popular the game is to 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 do that. Um, yeah, with 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 the you can do, you set up a game and you put a code in, and then the other person puts the same code in, and then they join the same game, and it worked. We usually we had a few occasional bugs and stuff, but overall it works pretty well. Yeah, the game sometimes and, uh, crashed on me. And yeah, weird crashes, and sometimes like when you'd retry the other person would disappear so you couldn't see them mm -hmm. and then there were some times where it would just disconnect you and randomly you'd have to rejoin but overall it was it works pretty well and and there's not games themselves play I, I didn't have any problems with any of the games when you're actually playing them it was just occasional problems with crashing and connection issues and stuff stuff like that all right um do you want to go to crisis oh you do the next one okay let me see. What are we doing? All right. I don't know why these are out of order now. Far Cry. Yeah, Far Cry. So there's a, a Far Cry VR mod now. It's on GitHub. It doesn't have motion control support, but the guy, I keep, so I subscribe to it and I keep seeing updates. Like every day I get new development build updates and it looked like he's added motion control support. And isn't there a video on YouTube with motion controls? Yeah, he's uploaded a video show, showcasing the mod. It's got motion controls, but it's not available on the actual public build yet. Yeah, but, and yeah, it's the it's guy. It's the lead controls. developer of the Half Life Two mods. Yeah, yeah. His and name is like uh, what the hell was his name? Holger or something. Yeah, Holger Friedrich. Um, I think of all the games I've played, this was the one I'm probably even though it's a game from 2004. This is the one I'm most excited about. Um, I played yeah, this. A lot of people are excited yeah. about this game. Yeah, I played it when it first came out, and I don't think I ever beat it because I think like toward the end it got pretty hard, and I never beat it. You know, in two thousand four, whenever the hell it was. But yeah, I want to go through this whole game in VR with motion controls. So I'm waiting for the motion controls. But I did play it, uh, the mod. You know, just where you had to use a you know mouse and keyboard. So I just used yeah. my wireless keyboard. And it's kind of hard to control because, like, yeah, the way he's done the way he's done the turn as well really weird because you kind of have to move the cursor all the way to the left of the screen to turn. Yeah, it's doesn't like just turn with it. It's really weird how yeah. he's done that. Oh, so you there's, tried there's it? There's a way of changing it. No, he he did the same thing with Crisis when that came out. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know he's also doing the Crisis one. He ha he's, he's not doing any more of it. I'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, but yeah, okay. he, he did the Crisis first, and then he's working on this one. Yeah, so yeah, Far Cry, Far Cry and Crisis is both by the same company. I remember when Crisis came out, I upgraded my graphics card to like the most expensive graphics card that was even available at the time, and I still couldn't run it well, and I was so fucking pissed. I remember that. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a game that's so far ahead of its time. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. At the time, it was it might have been six hundred dollar video card, which at the time was insane, and now that's not insane at all. I don't know, maybe yeah. it was five hundred dollars. I can't remember what it was. 
Uh, so that's it. I mean, it's on GitHub. I would say, yeah, subscribe to that so you can see the next time the motion controls get yeah. released. I would definitely wait for the motion controls uh, update. Oh, and it looked, it, looked it looked great, I thought, in the headset. There were only there were some like minor things, like there were birds flying in the air where you could see them in my left eye but not the right eye. But right. I saw an update where I think that's fixed. Yeah. Um, he has, he's, he's improved a few things, but I definitely would wait for motion controls, unless you like playing mouse and keyboard. Even then, I think the, the implementation is a bit weird. Um, but I think there's a way in, in an any file where you can change... So that it's more like a traditional where you, you move the mouse and it moves the camera at the same time. Yeah. Um, I would definitely try and do that because the way he's done it now with the, where you have to kind of like drag the mouse across to the edge of the screen to turn, feels really weird to me. Yeah. All right. So um, when did you crisis? That, yeah, I'll talk about crisis because obviously they're, they're linked. Because yeah. um, crisis, Far Cry was obviously made by Crytek, and crisis was kind of like the evolution of um, of the of the Far Cry game. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, Ubisoft started doing the Far Cry's after a while, but yeah, Crisis looks absolutely amazing in VR, like even obviously though it's an old game, because this is only for the older version, it doesn't work in the remastered versions, it doesn't work in 2 or 3, only works in this game, but it still looks really good. I was pretty amazed how good it looks in VR, to be honest with you. Um, this one's got motion control support, but the motion controls very basic and i don't think he's adding anything else to it because he said that he, he said that it's too hard to run and there's not been as much interested as he, as he would like in the mods so he's not really going to put any more time into it he wants to put his time into far cry the motion controls work i only tracks your right hand so if you move your right hand kind of like you haven't got two-handed grip or anything you can't move your hands independently it's just moving the weapon around to aim um, and it it moves the entire like arms. So like, you've got your arms that are coming out of your body. Like, if you twist your wrist, the arms kind of twist as well. So it's kind of it's like Left 4 Dead mod. If you don't turn the arms off on that, so it's, you can just see the arms moving around with the the motion controls. And as well, it's got no kind of room room scale. So uh, if you turn your body, the game still thinks you're facing forward direction of where you spawned in so like the hood doesn't move and if you try and push forward on the thumbsticks you'll still move in the direction of the hood so, like if you're turn if you turn around and then you push forward on the thumbstick you'll literally walk backwards because i hate, I hate things. yeah yeah so it's a bit clunky um i've had to i've been using a gun stock because with a gun stock it pulls your hands into the position of where the guns are anyway so then it doesn't look it looks it looks pretty good with the with the hands and everything the gun in the game and i'm having to kind of stand with my back towards a wall type of thing because if i don't do that i will literally physically turn and then it just breaks the game so i'm having to use uh smooth turn i'm having to use thumbstick turn to play if you use thumbstick it's fine it's just if you try and physically turn that you have problems you're standing um, up against yes. the wall I'm kind of like leaning against something, so like I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Hmm. I, I can't be. I don't like. I don't. For some reason, I just can't play games seated like that. It just huh. brain don't like it. But yeah, yeah I'm. I'm uh, kind of. I'm just leaning against something in real life, so that it just stops me from. I'm kind of semi seated, I guess, but I'm still kind of stood up. And uh, yeah, I just use thumbstick turn, 
I don't like using, but I want to play this game in VR, and he's not going to update it, so I figure I may as well it as it is. But yes, yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, it definitely works uh, if you're willing to put up with some quirkiness. Game looks great. Um, there is some like other stuff as well, like with the um, obviously in the in the flat game, you've got aim down the sight. So when you pull the like left, I think it's like is it the left uh, mouse or whatever, that would pull the gun up. So you got your aim down the sights in the flat game, and then that moves you around slower. Uh, but because obviously you've got free control with the hands with the motion controls, it, you're always doing like hip fire, so you your aim's really off. So then to to switch to aim down the sights mode, you have to press and hold. Uh, I think it's the right E button on the right controller. Then that puts you into like ADS mode. So then you move around slower, uh, but when you aim, your aim's a lot more accurate. And then you have to press and hold it again to take yourself out of ADS mode. There's things like that which it didn't really explain, so I had to figure all this out for myself. And some of the stuff like with um, some weird stuff like to run, you use the left trigger, but you only have to half press to run. Because if you fully press the left trigger, then uh, you open the like, armor menu so you can change to like maximum armor or maximum strength and all that sort of stuff so you kind of like have to half press the trigger to run so there's just, just some quirky controls that i've never seen in any other games that you have to figure out for yourself because the game obviously doesn't tell you he's not he's not put any sort of tutorials or anything specific to the vr game okay should i go to the next one all right let me uh turn this off okay so pistol whip Got an update update recently. There's a new level called uh, Majesty, and it's medieval themed. And what I read on upload was that it replaces your your uh, pistols with a crossbow. So I went into it expecting to have a crossbow, and no, I was okay. I have I have a pistol. So I was like, what the hell? Right. So so I had to I had to look it up. I was watching other people play it, and they were playing with a pistol. So I was like, what the hell? So. I finally figured out you have to go to there. I don't know when the last time you played pistol whip is, but there's all these different guns and different types of weapons now. So there yeah. was pistol revolver, fists, burst mode guns. And then there was shotguns. So I had to go to shotguns, which they call boomstick. And under boomstick, there was a crossbow so that you have to select that to be able to have the crossbow on the level. I was reading people saying, even on YouTube, people, you know how people are on YouTube. It's like, it's amazing. It's yeah. the best level ever. I played through it. No big deal. I wasn't impressed at all. But, I mean, I never was big into pistol whip. But Well, the crossbow is just kind of like... The crossbow, like, but... the crossbow, and it sounds like a gun. You just hear a gun sound when you shoot it. It doesn't even have a, <laughs> like a crossbow sound. It's, it's, just a, it's just a pistol that looks like a crossbow. Though. Yeah. Yet, yet it's a shot. It's considered a shotgun, even though it doesn't even behave like one at all. Yeah. Yeah, I jumped in, back into this. I didn't play this because it came out after, but I jumped into this to try out the. Um, they've had. I don't know if you looked. They've got the like remix mode now, where people, they've got a full level editor and people can actually make maps and yeah. import their own songs and stuff now. Um, I jumped into that, and yeah, they've added a lot. They have added a lot to the game. Like, there's so much stuff, and when you come in, there's like pop-ups and stuff coming up all over the place. And I was like, oh, "What? What the fuck is all this?" It, it just, <laughs> I didn't even know what. 
and then there was a menu I couldn't get rid of, but I, you know I couldn't even figure out how to get rid of this menu and stuff. So they've added a lot, but in in some ways they've made it even more complex than it needs to be. When gameplay is kind of just the same, you know, it's just simple. It's a simple game on rails. I, I don't. I don't. It's weird because when I bought this game, I absolutely really liked it and played for like eight hours in a week, and I was just constantly playing it. My legs was, you know, my legs were dying because I've been you're constantly squatting in this game mm -hmm. pretty much um and then i just fell off a cliff and i've never been interested in it ever since and every time i go into these new levels and stuff it's just the same thing because saying that it's a rhythm game but i don't feel like it's a very good rhythm game you're supposed to shoot the, to the beat but you've just got guys coming from you everywhere and, mm -hmm. and you just have to kill them as fast as you can because if you don't and they fire bullets at you, and then you've got to dodge the bullets. So then you end up spending the entire game just constantly pulling the trigger. Like, I feel like I'm just never let the, I'm, I'm pretty much constantly like, bang, 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 constantly through the game. And then all the time you have to kind of move your head because whenever they fire a bullet, it's coming straight for your head. Yeah. If you keep your head still, you're going to die. So you, I'm constantly like weaving my head around whilst just constantly aiming and pulling the trigger. And that's basically the gameplay loop. And it just gets on my nerves, to be honest with you. It's just. Yeah, I feel the same. All right, so that's enough of that. Uh, <laughs> so now there'd be goblins. This is a game I had wondered about for a long time, was on my wish list for a long time. Then I think it went on sale, so I want to try it. It's a tower-based game, you know, tower-based defense or tower defense, you know, yeah. like uh, what's Kingdom Rush, like that type of game. But this is in VR and it's first person. So you can set up the traps and the, the turret guns, and you can also then first person fight these uh, goblins that are coming, you know, to obviously to invade your kingdom. And I thought it was really fun. And as each level you, you unlock, you know, more types of weapons or you unlock like new, yeah, new, see the, see the hammer that you wield, you can get better hammers and upgraded ones. And then you get better types of turrets and better types of walls to, because you can put up walls to stop the enemies. And I haven't even gotten far enough to see all the stuff. Like these levels I'm seeing right now, like the one with the rail car, I haven't seen that. This one, I haven't seen this one. Um, the one where I haven't seen the winter. So yeah, there's a bunch of stuff I haven't seen. I I, I like these kind of games, I, like all the Kingdom Rush games. I've played all of those, through all of those on Android. Yeah. Um, and I, I loved all the Plants vs. Zombies stuff, all of that type. So... I would recommend this to anyone who likes that type of game. It's pretty. It's got to be pretty cheap. Um, yeah, I'm not, I've never even heard of this game before. So oh, really? I'm, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I play. I, I played it once, but I, I need to go back into it. Like, it's definitely a game I want to go back to. You move around, or are you just like in a preset spot? No, you, you have, have smooth locomotion. Oh, right. So yes. you're like in an area you've got to defend it and, yeah, and get you through just, like waves of enemies. Yeah, and go anywhere you want. And they have a set path that they take to get to, you know, their destination. Oh, yeah. I remember right. this one level. They, uh, I was, I was beating them all pretty easily, but then I got to a level where they got through and after a long battle, they send in these big brute goblins at some point and there were a bunch of brutes coming toward my uh i don't know what you call it the the sec where the section i was defending they had to get to like a statue and destroy it 
and the brutes got through and I, I think I just was like, fuck. And I was frustrated. And then that's, that's when I turned the game off. I need to go back in there. But yeah, it got intense at that point. And then I was like I'll thinking, I was thinking maybe I needed to use that different hammer. Like maybe that would have been better. Cause I had different, at that point I had different hammer options. Yeah. So now yeah. I guess you're going to give it a try. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I've not played, I've not played many of these tower defense games in VR. They always felt obviously like, um, you know, basic more like wave kind of based games, but. Oh, this is waves. Yeah. But if it's if it's fun, then that's the main thing, isn't it? Was, oh, oh, sorry. One more thing is like when the goblins get killed or blown up, they have very dramatic explosions, and their limbs go flying oh, everywhere, yeah. and that's really cool. Under a game where you're like a giant or something, oh, what was that called? I never tried that. Where you, it's like a tower defense game, but you're like a giant, and you throw stuff in, you can pick up stuff and throw it into like an arena and stuff. Hmm. Oh man. Can't remember that game. Someone will know. Someone leave us a comment if you know what I'm talking about. Goliath or something. I can't remember what it's called. Goliath. Uh, maybe Google mm. it whilst you move on to the next See, game. I can't stop thinking about games where like one player is the VR person and then there are other people running around. Like that's what I'm picturing, but that's not what you're talking about. Oh, I'm know. thinking about. Uh, I can't remember. It was like a, a giant game where it's like that tower. Tower defense type of thing, but single player. Single player, yeah. Goliath. There is actually an game called Goliath, but it's not that. Anyway, yeah. Move on to the next one. Alright, so we played Walkabout. There's always a new level. This is Laser Lair. So we, you and Josh and I played Laser Lair. Yep. And I mean, it was pretty good, but most of I think Pretty much every hole was lasers, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I liked it. It's not my favorite, but it's weird because I kind of sucked at it and then I didn't on the hard. I think I was better on the hard for some reason. But, but yeah, it was uh, it, the levels are kind of you've got these lasers that are moving and you've got to just avoid the lasers. So I really liked the level, like the overall the look um, of it. theme and everything. Mm. Yeah, because you're like on this desert island with the it's basically like a, a Bond villain's kind of layer, this giant robot in the middle that you've got to try and deactivate. And I did enjoy the courses, actually. I thought they were pretty good. Um, every, everyone's good overall, but I think that they keep switching things up and creating these new levels that are really cool. Did you, did you see that boat scene? Did, is that how it started? I don't remember. Did we start on a boat? No. Yeah, I think you could probably get on to these things if oh, you okay. ride them, maybe. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I liked it. I can't remember. Did you win the hard and I beat one the easy or something? I don't remember. I think so. Yeah, right. I think I did better on the hard for some reason. But yeah, it's, if you like the if you like walkabout, then it's another great level, and I would definitely recommend picking up. You're really good at finding all the hidden shit, like like the all the clues stuff on the hard levels. Yeah, I quite like that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's got like because this this one. Every time you do a hard level, they'll give you like an extra club, but you've got to find all the clues. This one had like a, because obviously it's on an island. You had like a, you had like a diagram, and then you'd have to it'd show you where the location is. You'd have to try and figure out where that was based on the island, and you'd have like landmarks to try and figure out. It was quite fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, 
All right, so Slot Racers VR. I played this with Josh. This was cheap. It was probably on sale. I had, like, Slot Racer cars as a kid. Did you? Yeah. I'm sure Josh did. And you can build yeah, a track, but, but we didn't build any. We just loaded up ones that were already built. I don't know if the developer made them or if other people that play this game made them. Some of them we loaded yeah. up and we were like, holy shit. Like, they were really complex. Yeah. And it's just like slot racers in real life. You, you, you hold down your trigger, and if you hold down your trigger too much, they're going to go too fast and fly off the track. Then you got to go find your car and put it back on the track. And you can race you each have other. you manually do it. Yeah, you have to manually go, go bend over and get it and put it back on the track. That's cool. And you can... You can choose all these from all these different cars, different colors. And, uh, yeah, it was fun, but I can't really see myself doing it again, really. I don't know. Yeah, the problem with this sort of thing is that it is very limited because, obviously, all you're doing is just pumping the trigger, basically. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have the motivation you, to build this stuff. Yeah, I think you've got to be more into the building than the racing. I, I think a lot of people do. It's like these train people, you know, these make these train sets. Mm-hmm. Not, they don't enjoy the actual trains going around. It's the building of the train sets that they enjoy. So yeah. maybe that's like this, or about the building, not the gameplay. Oh, and yeah, and you can do it like in a dark room. You can make you know a room brighter. I think yeah. some of the tracks might have been glow in the dark. It's so. a cool concept, but mm -hmm. obviously um, restrictive, limited. Yeah. To, to you just being on the track. Pressing the accelerator, basically. Yeah. So then another game we played was Copter Strike VR, which no one's ever heard of. I don't even know how we even. I think Josh is always looking for Gosh. random crap. He always right? seems to find these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He always seems to find these games. So I, I actually like the look of it. I like how colorful it is. Even though it's simplistic graphics, I like colorful stuff. And there's a game called Omega Agent that was originally on Gear VR that looks similar to this that I liked a lot. You have a jetpack and you can just fly around the city. And uh, it's also, it's on Steam, but I, I think I really liked it on Gear VR. I think the controls were better. Anyway, Copter Strike looked like it reminded me of that. So we, we, were, we had trouble getting into a game together, but we finally got it working. But then once we got into the game, we both really struggled with the controls. And the game seemed buggy, because like, sometimes our helicopter would just be stuck in the ground and we couldn't figure out how to get it off the ground. But sometimes we were both flying around in the air and, you know, a lot of times we just crashed. And you could shoot at stuff, there are missions, but we had trouble understanding what what the goal was a lot of times. So I think we both refunded it. It was, I think it was, yeah. I don't know, it might have been 10 bucks. I don't know. I, there's not much else to say about it. There, yeah, there was a zombie yeah. outbreak where we were trying to shoot at zombies, but we were flying around just trying to figure out, like, where are the zombies? <laughs> it was hard to even see them. I don't know. Yeah. Now, here's another questionable purchase of mine. This, this is portable. I keep pressing the wrong thing. Portable VR. No, another game no one's ever heard of. I bought this because one of the reviewers... A guy named Fast Lawyer. I'm sure you've seen his reviews before. Yeah, yeah. He reviews everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said 
this is only recommended for crazy, cold hard, cold-hearted uh, PCVR veterans. And he warned that it was going to cause you motion sickness and all this. So I was like, oh, I got to try this because I'm always into stuff like that just to, just to see what happens. Uh, and it was probably the jankiest game I've ever played in VR because uh, my hand your hands will like get stuck like you'll be grabbing on the wall and your hands will get stuck and you can't even get your hand out and part of it might have been because I was using index controllers and sometimes they're weird with grabbing stuff I don't know but yeah this was I played it once and I just this was only like three bucks but I still refunded it it looks like uh, there's a new there's a new flat game which is with like a meme game called Up. Oh, really? Like only Up or something like that. And yeah, it was like this game where you have to get up this the top of this thing. You have to do it in one go. There's no checkpoints, so you mm -hmm. have to do it. If you fall, then you've got to start all the way from the beginning. And it, it became popular with streamers because obviously it was really frustrating and people used to have big reactions to it. Yeah. It was like someone's just taken that and then quickly just knocked up something as fast as they can to copy it. from oh, VR. Okay. Um, it don't. This this trailer makes it look so much better than it is in practice. The trailer makes it look like it could be quite fun. Yeah. But if you say it's janky, then yeah, I think it sounds like they've just knocked something up quickly to try and copy that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So these are basically trailer homes or something, and there's an eviction notice that you have to get to, and you have to destroy the eviction notice, and that's how you complete each level. Right. But just just just. Good luck just climbing, because just climbing was hard. Like, if you think, like some people think, you know, like Bone Lab or Bone Works, just climbing is too bouncy and too janky. Yeah. Well, psh, you haven't seen anything <laughs> until you try this game. So, yeah, try it at your own risk. Yeah. All right, so the next game, this, is a, this was a demo, a free demo, System Critical 2. I tried this because it's listed as coming out in, in uh, September. It was a new game, so I was just like, oh, it's an FPS. Let me try it. It's right. it's an okay FPS. I was like, while I was playing it, I was like, well, I would much rather play, for example, a medieval VR yeah. than I would this. This is very indie. Like, I don't know. They keep they keep changing scenes in this trailer. To, I guess to I make know, it the trailer's <laughs> really annoying. To make it seem maybe more exciting. It's not it's not that exciting. I mean, you can tell it's probably one guy making it when you're playing it. It um, looks like kind of like a retro boom boomer shooter type thing in VR. Um, yeah. Where you're just walk, running through corridors trying to kill things as fast as you can. Yeah, it might be worth it if it's really cheap. But if it's anywhere near like 20 bucks, no way. From yeah. what I played of the demo. So I think that's all I have to say about that one. Then another, I mean, I, I bought so many, so many uh, indie VR games in recent yep. month. Uh, Paranormal Detective Escape from the 90s. There's also a Paranormal Detective Escape from the 80s. That was, a, I thought that was a pretty good like, escape room game. This is another escape room game, same dev. And it's just more 90s themes. So there's lots of 90s references. And the first, you start out in that office and then you go into this arcade. Obviously, you know I love arcades. 
So that's what got yeah. me to buy it. I was like, oh, there's an arcade. Oh, I got to buy that. But, like, it looked like he was moving the flippers on that pinball machine. I couldn't get the pinball machine to work. I don't know. Maybe there was something I missed. And most of the most of the arcade games you couldn't play. There was one called, like, Bomb It, where you could play it, and you could play basketball. You could do the skee ball. Oh, and there's ice hockey. Or, no, air hockey. That was – I think this air hockey was the best game in the arcade. Because right. they have AI that actually plays against you, and the AI is pretty good. That, that skee ball is terrible. Oh, and there's – cranes you know the crane game so yeah you have to use a lot of those arcade games to get like in the crane for example there's something in in the crane machine that you have to pull out that's that's like a clue um stuff like that oh and skee ball you had to do skee ball and get a certain score to get a clue so i got past the arcade and i'm in another room and i haven't finished it yet um it's it's actually kind of hard as far as vr escape rooms like this one's I like I had to use the hint system to help me get through it, and I was a little bit maybe I was a little bit impatient. So, just, would you uh, recommend it? Yeah, I got it on sale. I, yeah, it was it was on sale. It was um I don't know. It might have been eight bucks. Yeah, I'd recommend it if you like escape rooms, and if you're quite cool. Actually. If you were a kid in the nineties, the the eighties one oh, had like like the power glove, and it had you know other stuff like that from the eighties. Yeah. All right, let's see. Next, Madrid Noir. This was on sale. This is a, it's one of those kind of cinematic experiences where you mostly just sit down and watch, but there's also, you can also do some interactive stuff where you see here you're picking stuff up. He's putting this film reel on, and there are scenes where you have to maybe pass things to the character on screen, or there's scenes where you're using a flashlight to illuminate things but there's no locomotion or anything mostly you're just watching a movie and it's about your uncle who seems like he might be involved in crime and you're trying to figure out why or like what he's up to and I can't remember how long it was it seemed kind of long like it might have been over 30 minutes might have been 45 I don't remember is the story good not to me. But if it, the story's it, not good, then it's not much point watching a, a yeah, movie like that. It had good reviews. The story didn't do much for me. Um, like, I didn't feel any emotion, is what right. I would say. So, But it was, it was on sale, I don't know, maybe it was three bucks. So it's not like it's right. a big, big ask. Um, oh yeah, you, you see in this right here, he's picking up a gun and pointing it at her. Um, so at least there's an interaction and stuff. Did uh, like um, what was that game called? That, that one, uh, in the walls or something? Oh, wolves in the walls. Yeah, you, is it like kind of like that? Just, yeah, kind of like that. But I, I remember I only there were multiple parts to that one, and I only did the first part. I I've been meaning to see the other ones. Did you see all of that? Yeah, I played through it all. I thought it was pretty good. That, he's had that good, yeah. a good amount of interactivity whilst mm-hmm. also engaging you in the story and stuff. I, I quite enjoyed it. That one, I think, was more emotional. This isn't... For me, this wasn't emotional. They tried to make some of this emotional, but I didn't feel any. Right. But they did attempt that. Whereas, what I wanted to show 
You've done this, right? Age of Sale, Google Spotlight Stories, Age of Sale. I'm sure you've done it. That's the best one. It is. That's what I I wanted to, in case anyone hasn't done this. This is free. It's on Steam. Age of Sale. This This one did make me cry. I was going to say the same thing. Same thing. I... I have already I've already watched this before multiple other times, and I right right after I did what did Madrid Noir, I remembered age, I was thinking about Age of Sail and how much better that was. It's really short, but again, it yeah. made me cry. Yeah, it's really powerful. Like, yeah. yeah. Every it's definitely the best one I've tried of that type. And it's really short. Is it? It's, is it even ten minutes? I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, it's like five five minutes or something. It's really yeah. it is like. Amazing what they can do uh, in such a short, short amount of time, but incredible storytelling, really yeah. well done. Yeah, it's all been done in Tiltbrush as well, so it's like um, it's all like kind of hand drawn, mm-hmm. but it's all animated. So it's like an animated, you're like in an animated cartoon or something. It's really impressive to see in VR. Yeah, the only fault you could say is that the the animation frame rate is low, but that's that's I guess that was intentional. That's... Yeah, that's the kind of style. It's kind of like a yeah, like a, it was like an old, older kind of animation, and you know, from the older days where they, before they used digital stuff, where they were hand drawing stuff, and that's basically how they did it. Like kind of like hand drew the people, and then kind of like moved, you know, like hand drew each scene, and then stitched it all together, sort of thing. So yeah, really impressive. And it's probably the music. A lot of times, music is what makes me cry. So the music in this has got to be great. I mean, yeah. like in movies, it's. I think it's usually the music that somehow gets me. It's free as well. So Age of Sale, I definitely recommend picking that one up and giving it a try. If you've never tried any of these kind of like short stories in VR, this is the, definitely the one to give a try. Definitely. Um, yeah. All right. So um, I think the next thing I was going to say, well, have you... The recent news is, I don't know if you wanted to talk about this, but I put it in here anyway. The Unreal, the Unreal Engine VR injector, uh, you yeah. know, there's recently an update where it has room scale support. So almost every Unreal Engine game now has built-in room scale support. And have you tried that? Uh, yeah, I've tried the update. Is, that, is having some issues where it's crashing some games now where it didn't do it before, so... He's gonna to have to do some work on that, but he's been having a little bit of time off, just some personal problems. But yeah, the the updates, it's 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 one of those things where it's not gonna. If you play seated and use stick turn, it's not gonna affect you. But if you like to play standing, um, and it makes a big difference because what it's, it's kind of like Hitman VR where that doesn't have room scale, so after a while you kind of become disconnected to your body and you have to reset the headset set the view a lot mm-hmm. it's kind of what you had to do with the injector as it was before whereas now you because the body is following your head it works uh really well and it doesn't turn the body like, and you can t- you can do like head aiming where which helps turns the body and you can do um something called read off controller aiming which is where it's not full six off where you can move your hands in and out and stuff but it's kind of like a laser pointer so wherever your hand's kind of pointing that's where the gun or the hand in the game will point 
that works surprisingly well as well. It's definitely better than obviously using a thumbstick or mouse and keyboard. So you can turn body with that as well, but not every game supports that. So some some games have got like a custom camera system, so they don't work. So it's going to vary depending on the game, whether you can like play full room scale and kind of turn your body. Um, but a lot of games do work, and it works. You know, it's getting to the point now where it's uh, getting closer and closer to feeling like a native VR, not just for one game, for you know, hundreds of literally games made in Unreal Engine, which is pretty, pretty impressive. Was this the main thing that he was trying to get accomplished before releasing it? There's a few other bits and bobs, but yeah, they, these were the main things he wanted to get done. Um, so he's still. Some games, like I said, they don't work with um, the controller aim or head aiming still. I think he, he did mention that now because he's got control of the pawn with the room scale, he might be able to get those to work as well. So that might be something he can... He might be able to get, you know, the majority of games working with... I heard you off. say control of the porn. Oh, <laughs> P-A-W-O-N. Uh, pawn? Not, not the other word. Pawn. What does that yeah. mean? Control of the pawn. Um, that's what they call in Unreal Engine. That's what they call like the main character. That you you've got like these oh. pre preset. So your your pawn is. Uh, <laughs> I keep oh, pawn. you know what? This is funny because uh, Gamertag VR on their Crewcast yeah. thing. I don't know if you ever watch it, but multiple times he struggled with the word porn and pawn. He can't, he can't like say it properly or, or he, oh, he sounds like he's saying porn every time he says pawn, I think is the issue. That's how we pronounce it though. That's the thing that we pronounce them the same. So like porn on a chess piece, you know, yeah. like on a chess board and porn, you know, it's it, always, they sound the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys say, what, how'd you say it? Porn? Por Por what, you, porn. Porn. Yeah. Porn. Like corn. Corn. Can you say corn? Right. Corn. Say corn. corn. Wait, wait. Wait. Say corn. Corn. Okay. And now say porn. Porn. Now say pawn. Pawn. Okay. Sounded a little different. <laughs> All right. Yeah, pawn. we say pawn. 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 Porn. Maybe it's easier for us to do or or with an American pawn. accent. I don't know. Porn. I don't know. Yeah, all right. Enough of that. Sounds the same to me. Yeah. It's pretty, it's very close. So I guess we're done with that. Let me see. We have upcoming games. Oh, there's one more thing I want to say. There's a Resident Evil Humble Humble Bundle where you can get Resident Evil Zero through eight. But not the RE4 remake. Everyone all the other ones are the remakes. But I wish the RE4 remake was in there. That's the only Resident Evil game I don't have. And then you get both of the Revelations games, but those don't have VR, a VR mod. And then you can also get 25% off Winter's Expansion DLC, and all of this is for $35. So if you don't have those games, go get that. Um, we already, you know, because Resident Evil 2 remake, 3 remake, and Resident Evil 7 and 8 are all supported by Prey Dogs mod so you can have full motion controls in all of those games and they're all awesome yeah it's like less than 10 pound a game which is fairly cheap so 
an absolute bargain for oh if you're on, if you're yeah games. if you're only talking about those games but then you're getting all you're getting all those other ones too yeah i mean the others are, i don't know if people are going to play the others like the Re in the revelations like the online thing i can't remember what no it that's is. not online um is it not no no you're thinking of reverse Oh, Reverse. Yeah, 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 you're right. I am. So there's Revelations 1 and 2. I played Revelations on my 3DS, and that was pretty good. I never played the other one. But, um, you need to remake Dino Crisis. That's what I need to do. Yeah, they do. You're right. Maybe they will. That's, that's what I, I don't... Now they've done 4, maybe that's what they should do, because imagine that with modern-day graphics and playing that in VR it would be really cool. It would sell really well, I think. Anything with dinosaurs sells well. Yeah. People love dinosaurs. Yeah. They they released that new thing with dinosaurs in it. Was it called? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's like some sort of Left 4 Dead type thing, but you just got dinosaurs everywhere. Is it uh, out? It's already out. It's out now. Yeah. People were think people when it was revealed at first. People thought it was going to be a crisis because it's Capcom and it's obviously got dinosaurs in it, and then it was just some other thing. So. How is there a Capcom game with dinosaurs and I don't know what it is? I can't remember the name of it. It's just come out as well, only a few, like a week or so ago. Hmm. All right. And that, that Winter's Expansion, I, I was looking online. Somebody did do a video of that in VR, so I assume it works with the mod. Um, third person. Third mod. person, though, yeah. But it was weird. I only saw one video. Like, you'd think more people would have done it. But it yeah, had it had mixed reviews on Steam, so maybe people aren't too interested. Yeah, because it's quite expensive. If that's with it, then that's a pretty good deal because the the um, it's Winter's 20, expansion is yeah, twenty yeah twenty dollars. Yeah. No, but it, it's only a twenty five percent off coupon. Oh, yeah. So you don't get it with the bundle. Nope. See, yeah, that's not worth it then. No. Uh, so upcoming games, I expect you to die three. Let me get that trailer i'm having issues <laughs> here it is i expect you to die three that comes out on august 17th for quest but it comes out september 28th on steam and i don't think it's coming to psvr2 i guess that'll be later yeah they'll bring it they'll bring yeah, it out as well definitely um, Probably, so, maybe they'll bring out a full package with the three of them for psvr2 or something. yeah and uh yeah i mean i'll definitely get this even though you're just seated in one spot, they're always good games. I do kind of wish they would. I do add like them. Some I would kind of wish they'd add some kind of locomotion, but I don't know. I'm not bothered about that. I, th I just think the hand interaction was a bit. It needs updating because it still feels like an early game. Yeah. Like with the way that the controls work, um. But this, this the, the level designs are really fun. I like. I like the second game, but I found you know some of the levels were really. There's one level in particular where I just did not have a clue what he wanted me to do. I had to look it up. And after after I was like, how the hell was I supposed to know to do that? It was just hmm. such a... Because obviously these games are trial and error where you're literally having to repeatedly try different things out yeah. to figure out the order that the game wants you to do it in. Um, after a while, it can be frustrating when you, you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. You're constantly just redoing it and dying over and over again. Did you try that like Space Station DLC of the first one? Yeah, I did that as well, yeah. I never I never finished that one. I didn't know what the hell they wanted me to do, and I, I didn't look it up. Did you finish that one? I did it. I finished it, yeah. Oh, okay. Without looking it up? 
Yeah, the only ones I got stuck on was with the in second in the second game. The first ones uh, I didn't manage to do, but there was that one, and there was another one in the oh, in the second one. The boardroom. Was it? The oh, one? the second room. Oh, the second one. I can't even remember if I had to look it up. The one where you're in one. the with all the lasers coming at you and stuff. If you can remember it, you're in the you're in the office, and then the office is what you think it is, and then there's cameras and stuff. I don't want to spoil it for people, but um, got stuck on that level for a while. Hmm. Oh yeah, I remember. You're in a. You mean the one where you're in a? Well, there's one where you're in a basement, like a wine cellar. That I remember that's the getting. One I got stuck on. Yeah, I got I got stuck in there too. Yeah, that's the one that I had to look up because okay. I just could not get past it. Yeah. But then there was another one I got stuck on as well with the. You're sat in the office, and then the office ends up being not being the office, and then you've got like cameras pointed at you, and you're in like a studio, like a film studio oh, yeah. area. Like, that one somehow I managed to figure out, but the ones that you I struggled with that the one. ones that you figured out on the first game, I did not figure out. Yeah. It's one of the things where you get stuck on one part of it, and if you can't figure it out, you just get stuck. Yeah. Whereas if you get if you can figure it out and get past it, then you're good to go. Um, but yeah. I can't wait to play that. It's, play it. it feels like we've had a, a good start to the year, and then we've had like this middle part where there's not been really much. Yeah, so it, I'm looking forward to that. The fall, there's going to be a lot coming out. Like, remember and remember that like Quest showcase and the Sony. Like, there's a bunch of games that are coming out in the fall or late 2023 that are coming out to both, like Steam and yeah. Quest. I hope be so. Yeah. It's uh, it's been a bit dry. Yeah. All right, so the next game is Firewall Ultra, which you and I won't get to play. That comes out August 24th for PSVR 2. And I had Firewall, the original with the AIM controller for PSVR 1. Yeah. And it it looked great, but I didn't like I Most people say they love the AIM controller. I never did like it because I had to – it would keep drifting and – it just wouldn't. I remember you, seeing. God. Never see footage. You see people like shaking the controllers. Yeah, you had to keep shaking. Controllers constantly drift. Yeah, yeah, what a. It was such a shit system, really, yeah. when you think about it. And then um, the the lobbies sucked. You'd be in the lobby for so long waiting for a match, and, and yeah. So hopefully this one's better than that. Yeah. But when it first comes out, there's not going to be manual reload. It's going to be button press reload. Uh, I don't know at what point they're going to add the manual. Do you remember that game they bought out for the um, for the Quest? Is it called Sol Solaris? Solus? Solaris Offworld yeah. Combat yeah, yeah. or something? Yeah, because that game came out and they didn't even have two handed like they'd have weapons, but the weapon would just be the right hand. So like you'd have a fake hand holding hmm. the gun at the front, and then your left hand wasn't even doing anything. Oh, they've been so used to making games for like the aim control and stuff. They, yeah. they just didn't know how to make games for two controllers. So I'm curious to see how this is going to be, whether they've managed to finally, because they did obviously do updates to try and fix all these issues, but it just always blows my mind when developers, who are obviously quite big developers, who I mean, they've, they've got experience in VR, they release a game that's just missing so many basic things, like having two hands in a game. I think Larsenots had a similar issue. Yeah, that had like uh, auto reloads and stuff like that, where the the hands. Yeah, it was just 
it's just one of those things where they just developers just develop in a bubble and then release a game and then they get surprised when people are like what the fuck is this yeah um i hit my vr is another one yeah so another game like firewall coming out is crossfire sierra squad that comes out august 29th for steam and psvr 2 this looks really good yeah i'm does. concerned that this is going to be a similar thing where it's going to be like basic stuff but i think even that i think as long as it's fun uh, i think i'll enjoy it because it looks visually impressive it, lo it looks like it's got a lot of content like this there's a single player campaign there's like solo missions that you can play co-op there's co-op missions and stuff. oh i didn't know there's a single player campaign yeah there's a mm. there's a proper campaign you play through and then there's like these challenge missions and then there's like co-op missions you can play through so yeah it looks like it's gonna have lots lots of content the graphics look good like everything like the gunplay looks satisfying from what i've seen like the way the enemies react and the, the guns and everything look powerful mm -hmm. i think this could be really good hopefully yeah. it's good yeah so what's the next one i need to contact them okay but anyway Jupiter grad 2 this already came out for pico neo i think it's already out for uh quest also but it comes yeah, out on quest already it comes out on steam on september 7th and what are the reviews like i don't th i don't know what the steam reviews are like but i think like maybe upload the review wasn't so great yeah, and uh, remember we when we did simplex on i think his review wasn't that great of it i think he said there's so yeah. many areas where it's just there's nothing and you're it's just like padding and they I released think, it quite quick between the two games, like the uh, Quest. Oh, what's it called? Is this a Polish yeah. developer? Did he say that? I can't. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's a Polish, Pol a Polish developer. Okay. Ooh. Well, I like the first one a lot, even though it was short. So I'll. I'll I like the first one, but it was yeah. it was short. Yeah. yeah. I'll probably get it. So then, toss. This comes out uh, September 7th. It's by Vertigo, or uh, published or produced by Vertigo Games. It, oh, it's got good ratings on Steam. Jupiter uh, has got two. Jupiter Grand 2 does? Like nearly, it's got nearly five stars. You said on, on Steam. Uh, Quest, sorry. Oh, okay. So this game, uh, Toss, yeah. is a, like a parkour climbing thing. Probably not. For us, it looks more kitty. I played a demo of this because it's been in development for quite a long time. How was the demo? I thought it was all, it was all right. Oh, okay. You kind of it's like a salt cast type of thing where you've got to just try and get you've got to try and get to the other side of the level. What word did you say? Salt cast. Salt cast. What? Salt cast, like a cast. What the hell is that? You know, uh, we have them in this country. What does that like, mean? Where you've Wait, got a, another word I've never heard. Wait, salt course. Salt assault. Assault. Ah, assault course. Assault course. I've also I don't think I've ever heard that before. Okay. So like, you know when these people do these trials where they gotta go like Ninja Warrior uh, or not? Yeah, like the army have them where they it's oh, okay. an assault course where they they have to go over the net and then go under and crawl underneath the thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like that, but you're up in the air and you you've got to hmm. like. 
Like yourself across obstacles. I'm trying to think of what the American term is for that, but I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know. I always thought they were the same name. I've never heard that before. Them. I don't know. All right. So, Hellsweeper VR. I played the demo of this. Let me turn this toss off. I played the demo of this, and I thought it looked really good when I was doing the tutorial and stuff. And then, but once I got in the actual level, I guess I, once I got into the actual level, I was less impressed. And it was, it was very enclosed. Like, they're not actual levels that you progress through. It's just a small arena. Arenas. And yeah. it's just a wave of enemies, basically, and you just kill them all. And when I played, it was, it, it was only the first level. It was way too easy. And I, I got to this, the final boss of the first level, and it was, this, it was a massive boss. It was impressive. And then it's like demo over before I got to even fight the thing. Um, oh. But, okay. So it, look, the, it looks cool. It, it is cool. And you can even summon a hellhound to fight with you, which is cool. And there's all these different ways to fight. Like you could use magic, or you could use guns, or you could use swords, and you could use that hellhound to attack enemies. It was, and there's all sorts of... Okay, so this is by the Sirento developers. So it's, it's very similar yeah. to Sirento. So there's all sorts of crazy movement. You can do all that side wall running and crazy flipping around shit. Um, but one, one thing I didn't ever like about Sirento is that it's, you're just enclosed in an arena fighting waves of enemies. It's just not my thing. Oh, that's the, this, that, that big giant the boss. boss. Yeah. That was what I got to, and then it's a demo over. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it could be cool. I'm, I'm uh, interested in it. Yeah, I don't... It might only be single player. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Okay. Um, and, well, I already showed... I already showed System Critical System 2. Critical. That comes out September 23rd. And I think that's it. Do you have any games you can think of that are coming out? No. Not in the near future. Okay. I think the main one for me is Crossfire. That's the main thing I'm looking forward to. And I expect you to die three. Yeah. The, the two that I want to play the most. Yeah, so Crossfire's August 29th, and I expect you to die three is September 28th on Steam. August 17th on Quest. So that's it. Wait, any mods coming out soon? Well, the Far Cry one uh, could, could, could come out with motion controls any day, I guess. You say it's going to take a while, but it sounds like he's obviously working on it a lot, so yeah. maybe that will be um, soon. Bottle 2 is getting a mod, which is um, in development. Is that coming out soon? For a while. It could be. It's, it's, <clears throat> it's, it looks pretty complete. So. Oh, yeah. And the, um, the latest Luke Ross mod was Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and Uncharted The Lost Legacy. I don't know how the performance is on those, but I, I, you can play it in first person. I already beat that game on PS4, so I'm not that motivated to play it. Um, I don't know. You know how that, that Rift Apart game, what is it called? What's that Rift uh, Apart game Ratchet called? Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. That came out recently, so that'll probably get a VR mod soon. I'm, yeah. betting, I'm betting that'll be a Luke Ross mod. I've been a fan of Luke Ross mods. Yeah, because of the the alternate alternate eye rendering issue, right? Performance and yeah. visuals as well. Like I tried Spider Man with it, and it looked so 
blurry and just not good. Mm-hmm. Performance was terrible, and it, you know, I guess it's something I'm going to spend money on again because I keep you buy it for a month and then you try it and you, you can't get a refund or anything. So yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Anything else? Oh, I think that's it. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody. Dickheads.